You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome, welcome to the funniest podcast on the planet Earth. I always try to keep it like a comic hang. I have a bunch of guys on. It's just us sitting down. Yeah. And sometimes it's hilarious, sometimes it's intense. It's Robert Kelly's You, you know, know What, what Dude? Podcast. No topics, no directions, but I love doing it. On riotcast.com. Yes, that's right, we're here in the Riotcast studios above the Comedy Cellar with a new fucking production piece by Troy Kwan himself, you know, from ONA, this guy's not fucking around. We got the new, uh, what did you think about that? Dude, that was, I'm not going to lie to you, that one got me really amped up to do. <laughs> that was some intense shit, dude. That's the man right there, Troy. He is, uh, awesome. he does a lot of production for, um, for O&A, he does all the production and for a bunch of other shows. And he finally, he came to me, he was like, dude, let me hook you up with some stuff. And I was like, please, he's amazing. That he, was awesome. I got uh, this one, a few other ones. We got some new pieces for the beginning of this production pieces, they call it in the business. Um, yeah, so unbelievable. We are here at the Riotcast Studios uh, above the Comedy Cellar. I am here with a friend of mine now, um, I, yeah. I would say. Uh, Paul Verzi. Yes, man. And we're doing a special uh, one-on-one Thursday podcast. I put these out every once in a while. You know, it's... Um, I do these... Uh, you know, we do the big show. Yeah, sure. On, on Tuesdays, usually, with everybody. You know, you and, and Dan, whoever the fuck. It's literally just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch of fucking... Whoever... I overbook it. People talk over each other. Yeah. Some people get annoyed, you know. Well, that's what we were just saying. I'm looking around, and I'm just seeing all these microphones. Like, you could have you could have like almost 10 guys in here, man. This is- I, I, I've created a literal <laughs> uh, radio studio yes, in, yeah. in the owner of the Comedy Cellar's old apartment. <laughs> yes, you have. He, he, here's the thing. I, <laughs> I used to do YKWD out of my house at my kitchen table. Right. I had this nice big kitchen table. I had the microphones. That's why these mics, they're they're super clamps. They're they're called super clamps and they're the the flex arm on it was made to hold lights for movies wow. and and, right. and photo shoots. I created this with an adapter and this thing and that and the guy at B&H, I wanted to hold the microphone and I you know, me, I'm fucking Oh yeah. I want and I, I created these <laughs> flexible microphone clamps that you can clamp onto the side of a fucking bus yeah. and do a podcast. <laughs> so you can hang off a fucking mountain on Yeah, yeah, they're just fucking on. Yeah, they're fucking great. It's my invention. I invented this. So fuck <laughs> everybody. Uh, so I used to do this with my Zoom H four N. Um and uh we used to sit at my kitchen table, but then it got too big, and you know the network was getting bigger. And you know, I, I when I joined the network, me and Rob Sprantz, um, the guy who uh, who made this guitar, the Riotcast guitar. That's awesome. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we I, I talked to Noam one day, and you know, Noam is that's why I love Noam. The Condor is in the building. Um, <laughs> he's actually not in the building, but he is a very creative guy. He loves creativity, whether it be music or comedy or acting or writing, whatever it is. He loves. Uh, so when I told him, I, I, look, I, I wanted a place. I was going to go to the stand. I was going to maybe I don't know where I was going to wind up. Um, 
He was like, well, I got this space. I go, can I use the comedy cellar during the day because nobody's here? I was just going to go downstairs. And what sucks about a podcast my size, because I have so many people on, yeah. is setting up and tearing it down. So I had these bags. Oh, yeah. So I'd have Kelly and whoever set it up and tear it down. Yeah. And that's how Kelly got on the show. I needed somebody yeah. to come to my house and set this fucking thing up because I was getting sick of doing it. Yeah. So he was like, you know, I, I don't go to this, my old apartment. I have the space. I, don't, I use it once a year for wow. New Year's. And I was like, and I came up here and it was, <laughs> it was smaller than what we have now. But I just slowly, he is, fu- <laughs> I just slowly added... I, I this table that everybody signed, um, you know, the guy, uh, Tony here. I was like, I need a table, and I need a, a sawed out in the middle because I want to put headphone thing. And Oh, that was your doing, that middle <laughs> thing? Everything in this studio <laughs> is my doing. I went and bought that fridge. Um, oh. I bought everything. I, and Well, no one bought all this stuff. Like, I have a replica studio. Uh, all this stuff is, he just went yeah. to B&H. And Gnome fucking purchased it for the Riotcast studio to make this up here. And then we got all these, you know, these uh, banners and the lights. And I bought the, you know, everything. Every fucking couple months, the fans donate money to the show. I take that money and I'll, I just went and bought this light and those other lights up there. And we're going to have this spinning YKWD logo on one. <laughs> uh, are you, yeah, every time I come here, something different. Now I see cameras. Yeah, we just got fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Those are from the fans, man. We, uh, you know, we took we took some of the money uh, from our from the riot because me and Rob, you know, kind of run the station, and we took uh, some cash out, and we're gonna have live uh, uStream. That's awesome. So you'll be able to That's see what awesome. the fuck goes on, and watch the show <laughs> and listen to it. Which I think with a big show like mine. I think that's interesting, you know. But this would be interesting too, just me and you. Yeah. I, I just, I, it's not ready yet. I can't figure it out. I just fucked it up. And Rob's, I can't call Sprance uh, to jump on the computer. He can do it, you know, from wherever he is. He set it up that way from yeah. his iPad. He can yeah. fix everything. But I, I fucked up. But looking at the, uh, I can. I'm looking at the sound waves right now, yeah. and I've been talking for six minutes straight, <laughs> and you've said yes <laughs> four times. That's what. <laughs> fucking awful host I am. <laughs> so anyways, Verse, um, yeah, you came down. I, I wanted to do a show with you. Yeah. I love doing these one-on-ones. Because yeah. it's not the regular show. Yeah. This is just... Uh, and people love these. It's a Thursday show, and it's... The people that can't stand the talking over and the screaming and the laughter. <laughs> yeah. They, they they like these one-on-ones. I do too, though. Yeah, well, I, I actually had um, a couple of your listeners, because, you know, they were like, uh, I guess some of them listened to, to my podcast, The Verzi Effect, but they were like, hey, man, when are you going to be on, when are you going to be on Bobby's show again? You know, so it's cool that I can, because right. I'm not one of the regulars that's always always here. Well, you would be, but you, you can't you, be. Right, exactly. I mean, I would have you on whenever you wanted, but yeah, it's just you know it's tough, and you know where you know where I'm driving from and stuff. So it's cool to be on here, man. I'm where glad. I'm going to be glad. fucking driving from? Yeah, not that far though. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you hate that, don't you? You know what? I got to tell you something. I was standing in front of the cellar waiting for you. I got my shawarma, and I was standing. And I was just looking at the hustle and bustle, and I looked around, and I was like, you know, something you could fucking have this every day of the week. <laughs> Fuck this place, man. You really? Know? We get the feeling, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Look, you know what? I'm sitting there with my kid today, right? We took a walk three blocks from, you know, where I live to this little park. Right. And, you know, 
not only do I have people behind me impatient because I have a baby carriage, uh, you can just feel this fucking short-haired yeah. middle-aged cunt <laughs> huffing and puffing because yep. she's got a dinner date at some Thai restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> It's so true. It's exactly uh, right. I'm just like yeah. fuck. And I, 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 when that happens, I, I, if people are behind me and they're keeping my pace, yeah. which annoys me too. Yeah. You either walk in front of me or you stay the <laughs> fuck way behind me. Don't keep my pace right up my asshole. That's the worst. You two talking broads, because I don't want to hear your fucking your uh, your little stories. Yeah. I don't want to hear what happened last night. Yeah, why Roger didn't call back. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Roger. Exactly. You know the twat dates of Roger. Yeah. So, uh, the, um, yeah, so the, this lady, I was just fucking annoyed. It's a two blocks, two yeah. and a half blocks. And it's like someone behind me, and then I got this fucking homeless guy with fucking, you know, shit knuckles. Uh, I got to worry about him. And then, you know, there's cars, and then we get across the street, and the fucking... And then we get to the park, and I'm sitting there, and around fucking 50 guys in red dresses just start running, jumping yeah. over stuff. And I get up, and I, I'm, I'm like, get the fuck away from my baby. Oh Stay my the God. fuck away from the carriage. And I'm literally directing these like fucking gazelles. Yeah. Like, get the fuck, get the fuck... Because they can't see... They're jump. They're just doing whatever fraternity fucking oh, shit. Yeah, stupid traditional yeah. red dress run with what white people do. <laughs> oh my these god, fucking corny yeah. white fucks. Oh, I don't miss that. Think about what you oh. just said. You just said fifty men in red dresses running at you. That's like a bad dream. That's I don't just, mind that. That's I've a- had that fantasy actually. <laughs> it's the no. <laughs> It's like, like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like being in the Serengeti with fucking mm. queers. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was fucking crazy. You want to bring that little boy away from that shit. Is what you're- I don't, I want to, look it, I love that that happens. I love that people uh, express themselves. Sure. I, I love that about, I want, I look at man, I want my kid to expose, expose to all that shit, dudes and dresses and fucking crazy shit i want them you know because i feel like if you keep your kid away from it when they finally are exposed to it they go nuts right they're like oh my god what the fuck is it's like i didn't know like porn uh peep shows i didn't know what fucking peep shows were i came to new york city (laughs) i I fucking went nuts for like a year and a half just jerking (laughs) off on fucking (laughs) floors all over new york city it was like an addiction i got so bad i didn't care who saw me going in or out i didn't give a fuck yeah i would just go in and crank it and fucking (laughs) flick it on the ground wipe my fucking hand on my jeans no it's so true when like when i was you know young like you know, mid-teens, and you come to New York City, and you read Peep, Peep, 50 Cents, and sh- and I went in. I went in, and I never forget, they had one of that sliding, yes. that sliding metal door, and this black just ki- this black chick came out. Oh, this she is these- fucking, hang on, this is Billy Burr. Should I answer it? Maybe long, but... <laughs> hang on. Let's see. What- hey, Bill. Bobby Kelly joins the Beach Boys. Uh- <laughs> good, 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 good. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Tell, tell him I'm here. Dude, you're at, listen, you're literally, I'm recording a podcast with Paul Verzi, me and him right now. What's up, Bill? I don't give a shit. <laughs> What's going on? What's up, dude? That's so funny you call. I was going to do the whole song. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't think you got it in you. 
No, no, I had the whole thing worked out. Well, it's already screwed once you pick it up. I mean, I, I leave I leave them on your answering machine. He, he really does leave the best. The only reason why I never want to get a new iPhone, <laughs> honest to God, one of the reasons that makes me not want to get a new iPhone when it comes out is Billy Burr's messages that I don't know how to transfer them over to my new phone. That's so he funny. Leaves, he leaves the best. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> Bob, I called up to give you a shit, but call me back when you're done with your radio show. Okay, buddy. <laughs> I'll, will you give me shit about what, though? Huh? Just r- random What's shit? The, you fucking call me back. Ah, uh, fuck. All right, buddy. I'll call you in a little bit for whatever <laughs> whatever this is going to be. <laughs> I'll talk to you All later. All right, go fuck yourself. Take it easy, Verzik. Later, brother. <laughs> fucking burr. Um, <laughs> you know, he's the one who started the dude. He started dude? Yeah, like Norton picked it up. I mean, you know what, dude? That's where the name of the show came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Norton, but Billy's the fucking... When we used to live together, he used to sit there and go, Dude, you know, dude. Oh, that's funny. You got this new thing, dude. It helps you fucking... <laughs> it's a pager slash it tells you sports scores, dude. <laughs> Just, you know, I was a fucking shadrool back then <laughs> with technology and shit. But what were we yeah. talking about before he called? I was very interesting. Uh, what, what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> no, that's how interesting it was. We both can't remember. Oh, it's my God. literally me. No, but now it's going to annoy the shit out of me. That's because we have daddy brain. Shit. We get daddy brain. We were, oh, man. Go ahead. I was getting into the fucking point, too. Yeah, you were. You were getting into you, a nice one. I can look. You were saying, um, oh, shit. We were talking about the the kid, and then you were saying how you want to expose. Oh, the peep show, the peep show. So I came to New York City as a young man, yes. And it said peep twenty five cents, peep fifty cents, and I'm like, what is that? And they were like, hey, you know, you see naked chicks, and I'm like, no, you don't. When you're fourteen, you're like, no, you don't. And I remember going in there on this. <laughs> you were fourteen when you went to your first fourteen peep show? or fifteen. Yeah, Jesus. it was in Times Square, and I'll never forget. There was a square door, and it went up, <laughs> and this black chick came out, and she had these huge floppy, natural tits, oh. and I just put my fucking hand on one of them and started squeezing really hard and she goes oh man and all of a sudden like she was like oh two more hours and the thing just shut yeah like and i was like and i didn't i couldn't believe i touched a tit yeah you know it was incredible but um Mushy. you know now looking back yeah. i realize how f- absolutely disgusting i dude i want to know i want to hear disgusting yeah. i ate a chick's asshole what at a peep show <laughs> yes no Verse. Jesus. Listen to me. She, she, first of all, let, let me describe it before you get fucking carried away. It wasn't your fucking big flabby black tit that you squeezed. <laughs> it was a hot Filipino woman. I, I don't say girl because she wasn't that young. She wasn't that old either. She wasn't like 50. But like my thing is, how old were you? <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> 40. <laughs> no. <laughs> Two years ago, no. I'm just thinking. no. It, I was in my, <laughs> I was in my late twenties. Because here's the thing, uh. <laughs> when we came, I came to New York. The, <laughs> the first time I came to New York, the first time I came to New York was with uh, Billy, uh. Billy Burr. Yeah, listen to this fucking lineup: Billy Burr, yeah. Dane Cook, Bob Marley, Wow, Aldo Benny. I know. Who? Al, I don't know. <laughs> who? Uh, and Patrice O'Neill. Wow. So we all came together and rolled into clubs. We went up to the Strip. You didn't all live together, though. No, we just came into New York together. together. Right. We rolled into the Strip. We rolled down to the Boston Comedy Club. We went down to the cellar. I remember going in the cellar and just feeling uncomfortable. 
Like, I mean, look at where we are now. This, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah it's your home. <laughs> yeah. That was my surrogate family. Yeah, yeah. These people. Right. I mean, literally. Right. Yeah, my family in New York City. Wow. And um, I remember when we went to the peep shows. And that's, you know, the ones, because they they're round. The room is like a round room, like a genie's bottle. <laughs> right. And they have all the doors around it. And we all went in oh, each man. door. And I remember all the windows open, and our heads just went in. And I saw, <laughs> like, over to my left was Burr, just a wide-eyed fucking ginger. Oh, like, man. what the fuck? You know, Burr didn't like it right away. Like, ugh. You know, Burr, <laughs> Burr was like, <laughs> Patrice was like, ah, oh, I'm fucking in heaven. Oh, my I just And I, uh, I remember just, like, we didn't even jerk off because we didn't know you could. We didn't know there was like, yeah, to look out for jizz. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't even like, that didn't even come into play until right. like the, the third time. And then I went back by myself. I remember going back by myself, dude. And what a <laughs> scary, fucking beautiful moment that was. Because oh. I went into one of the booths with the chair where you do the videos. Yeah. And you can just A, B, C, and D. You know, when you, fl there's like a million, A has like 30 movies, B has. And then, you know, there's a fucking, all of a sudden you're flicking through it and you're cranking your dick and oh. and you look and you there's a chick getting fucked and a chick getting fucked oh. by a, and all of a sudden it's just a chick with a dick and <laughs> then there's a fucking chick blowing a German shepherd and you're like, what? You're trying to click out of it? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to fucking bust your nut to uh, the wrong thing. Yeah. Just oh, some dude word. eating an asshole. You're like, oh, you can, but you, you're worried because it's like, oh yeah, suck that dick, man. And you know, it's a guy. You're like, no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I ate, so I got really addicted to it, man. And I, I, I fucking this. I went in and I saw this Filipino woman. She was really pretty and this great body. And because usually they're fucking, you know, these bitches look like. You know, they've been oh, they look awful. Yeah, like a war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, fuck, a C section. They look like homeless. Yeah. You know, their belly buttons fucked up from having too many kids. Uh, you yeah. Know, just a one tits bigger than the other. Oh. Uh, you know, you can you just fucking. And gross. they're dirty, man. Yeah, th this girl was pretty. She was, and I remember she came over and she bent over and I just licked her asshole. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I didn't uh, know how to. I didn't know how to say no. Like I didn't. Oh my! Are you hypochondriac or no? No, no, no. Well, well I, I, get, I don't know. Are you? Yeah, like well, you know, I had something happen. I know I told a story in your podcast last time when the girl was, you know, she was jacking me off and my, you know, shot up and it hit me in the, and I freaked out and hit me in the face. But I got another one for you, where I was down years ago. Remember Sal's comedy hole? I do. Yeah, well, it was. This was probably you're, t you're talking seven, eight years ago. Okay. And uh, I was right by there, and I said, "Hey guys, is there a good massage place around here?" It's like, "Oh yeah, dude, sixty bucks right around the corner." And I walk in, and as soon as I close the door, she was like, "You want, you know, you want this, you want specials?" And I start. I have. I had anxiety a lot with like certain things, like <laughs> people tricking me. I didn't. I was afraid of people <laughs> tricking me. Right. Wait a minute. Stop. 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 <laughs> I don't I, what, what, what like like tricks of a kids like the rabbit what no, do you mean like, like tricking me tricking you like like scamming like you? scamming me but also like not knowing like you know like always a fear of like you know like transsexual shit you know so <laughs> wait a minute so, wait a minute so you were afraid that if you fucked around with these fucking sluts I was afraid because that, it wasn't like a legit spa so you're worried that the, the, she might have a dick well like yeah like I didn't know and, and I had all you know you hear all stories and shit so I was freaked out right, right okay so I go to this place, and as soon as the door closes, I never forget this like it was yesterday. She goes, you want a special massage? And I go, oh, listen, I only got $60, and I was, I was told 
that the massage is 60. That's all I could afford. No, no, you lay down and she starts rubbing and stuff. And she's, I got a hard on instantly. Like, I'm one of those guys, like, I could never be, a, I'd be the worst porn star in the world. Right. I, get, I get a hard on when I hug my wife. I'm not even joking you. Like, I, when I hug her, I get a chubby. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding no, me? No, when I, when I hug my wife, I get a chubby. You know, if I smell her hair and shit, that's it. So, I could, I could literally lick my wife's pussy and my dick won't be hard. Yeah, see, I could, I, 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 I yeah, I, I, I could be fucking my wife and I'm not Yeah, I get really, <laughs> I could be fucking my, you know. So I go in right, and she starts like doing extra things, like trying to get me to pay. Yeah. So she starts rubbing my balls, and she starts doing. So she started like flicking it like around her chin, and I st- all of a sudden I had a panic attack, Bobby, because I, I thought she had a big jaw, right? So I looked at her face, and what? I was like, I, I looked. What at, do you mean a big jaw? Like I looked at her, right? And I was like, no, this is hundred percent true. So I'm looking at her, and I'm going, man, this this bitch looks rough. Like her, like she looked like she had a fucking jawline, like a right. long jawline. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going, man, is this a fucking? Then I start panicking. I, I sweat attack. I was like, is this a dude, right? And she's grabbing my dick, and I'm like, no, this can't be. So I'm looking at her feet and hands, and I started asking her questions. You got kids? And she's like, yeah, I got a baby. And I never forget. She said she had a baby named Nina. That made me feel better. So I'm looking at her feet to make sure that they were female feet. You know, you could look at feet and, and hands and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at her. I'm like, all right, I think I think it's a female. Because yeah, Asian guys are known to have big feet. <laughs> Big hands. <laughs> and she's got They're the best trannies in the world because little the guys are the same size as the women. Yeah, yeah I know. And, and I just looked at her jaw and I started fucking panicking. And I was like, no, no, I just right. want a massage. You know? So that happens. And I kind of noticed that there was no, luckily, there was no bump. Like she, she had right. a vagina. You sure? Like, yeah, she had a vagina. How do you know? I, could, I, I know. Because I, I saw so it and I had my, it. like kind of like over Did the pants. Did you touch like, it? Yeah, over the pants. I so made you, my hand graze it. So let me, wait, stop now. So you went and you grazed her junk. Um, yeah, I had to. You had to. I had to because I had if a there was a dick? panic attack. What if there was a dick? Uh, to, to be hundred percent honest with you, yes. If you there was, if it. there was a dick, <laughs> I would have, honest to God, I would have had a full fledged panic attack. I would have screamed, thrown up, and ran out of there, and probably been in therapy. To really? This day. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was afraid of being scammed like that. You know, because that's like taking away. That's almost like a molestation thing. No. <laughs> Like not 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 in a not in a not not in a not in a it's almost like a sneak fuck it you know like it's you know like I don't first know. of all Verzi it's not listen you're paying you went in there as a dirt ball to get well, no, jerked to get, off no to get my back rub oh listen Verzi listen Verzi okay. Listen, I understand this is way before that you met your wife. Okay? Oh, way before. Way, way before. before. Let's yeah. just throw the date thing out there yeah. before we get... You always got to put the date thing first. This is a long time ago. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay? In a time far, far away. Yeah, yeah. Okay? You went in there with intentions to get a discounted hand job. Verzi, uh, you know where you get a massage? Where is that? You get at a massage place <laughs> during the hours of fucking 10 and 7 o'clock. No, but I got to finish. I got I to gotta tell you what happened. All right, go ahead. Okay. So I'm asking questions. You got you married? You got kids? I'm trying to find out all kinds of information. I'm, I'm fucking yeah. I'm basically interrogating this You're bitch. CSI in like, this um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, Nina. And then she says, but no, we can't have no more kids. Penis problem. Penis. She's telling me about So I start getting information. She, had, she, 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 she said she said her husband had, you know, so she, yeah. she has one daughter, but no more because she said penis problem. Yeah. And I, I kind of. And her mother's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and mom works all day jerking so, guys like you off. So I found out. I grazed, I grazed over her. You know, and, and I noticed, yeah. and I was like, okay. Yeah. And, and her feet really did indicate, her feet and hands indicated me, this is a female, but you know, maybe with a rough Korean face. So I leave, right? And I go home, and I lay in bed, and I can't sleep. 
Right. I can't sleep and I'm panicking. Right, because you're I'm, still thinking and about... I, and, you're and, still I hard. Call, and I almost called my mother. I almost called my mother to say, like... Because you're still hard that it might have had a cock. You're still thinking... Oh, no, I, I'm sorry. I did call my mother. You called your I mother? I called my mother and I said, Ma... I said, look, something happens. What's wrong, baby? You know, my mom knows I get anxious. Is your mom black? I said, no, no, no. What's wrong, baby? And she goes, she goes um, she, I said, I went into this place. I told her what happened. You did not. And I said, I thought the lady's face was a little rough. And she, you know, she, she put my toe in her mouth. She put my toe in her mouth. You told your mother so, that a lady's... Let me ask these questions. Stop <laughs> fucking trying to run over the story. The story is going to be slowed the fuck down, Verzi. All, right, all right, all right. Stop trying to just get through your fucking story. <laughs> All right, you're saying very fucked up things. You, you were molested. That, that's crazy talk. The fact that you think that you were somehow... Why well, they want to be. Somehow you were the victim. She's the victim. She's a fucking lady that's got to jerk, beg guys like you to jerk for $20. Okay? She doesn't know she can work at Starbucks, get benefits, and make the same money. This fucking immigrant. She's jerking off a fucking 5 o'clock shadow guinea like you. Okay, so you're Who's the interrogating one. Her? Yeah, you're and you're interrogating her too. Molested. Go fuck yourself. Oh, and shit. then you go and you tell you, how close are you to your mom that you're oh. telling her that you fucking a, so, an so Asian woman I, sucked your foot? I know. I, I did. I said, Ma, look. I said she put my. foot I want to know why before you go any further. I know you want to get through this story. Right. Listen to me. This isn't the Mark Marin show. Okay, where you get to just fucking tell your story. I right. want to know. Why would you tell your mother okay. that you, uh, an Asian woman sucked on your foot? I was so scared. I you was, were scared? I was so scared that this was, in my mind, I, and I built it up. I don't know were if it's my OCD. Were you still living with your mother? No. No. I was so living, you were you living by yourself? I was living down the city. I was living in Queens. Are you living in Queens? I was living in Queens. And you called your mom and said, Ma, I got to talk to you. Yeah. I went to. I said, I went to. I did to a get, sh- Did you right. lie to her and say I was just trying to get a regular massage? Yeah. You lied. Well, yeah, I didn't tell her what I, you know. So then she said, in the middle of it. I didn't lie. I just left information out. That's called. <laughs> I just, you know, I you're, said, you're, I, you really are married. I, I said, I said, I said, Mom, I went to this place to pay sixty dollars to get a massage. Yeah. And this lady tried egging me on to do sexual stuff. She put my foot in her mouth, and my mother just started hysterical laughing. Right. And and I'm going, and I don't, and I told my mom, you know, I didn't know, and I looked at the jaw, but I, I figured it out. It was, you know, so so I go home. Yeah. And I can't sleep, Bobby. Really? Can't sleep. I'm like, man. I was like, I know. Because you've been molested. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know, man. Like, why was she so willing to? Like, I know that that sounds crazy. It like, does I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why? Why was she? So I said, I can't. I can't do this without going back. I gotta go back. What? Wait a minute. In the morning. Wait a minute, yeah. Mercy. Yeah, yeah. So you're fucking freaked out I'm that freaked. this might be a guy. Still. So you're you're fucking seeing a vagina. Your cure. This is your cure. To make sure she, you're gonna pay her I'm, to take her pants off. No, no, no. I'm going back to just. I need to see her again. So you, you need you need validation. I, I need you to need see closure. her again. I, it's light out. It's nice. So I get on the subway from Queens by myself. Right. And I go to Manhattan. It's it's probably twelve o'clock, one o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I go to the door and I knock on the door, mm-hmm. and uh, she comes up. She comes up the stairs and it's her. Same outfit, which grossed me out because it's the same. It's the it's the it's the afternoon after. She's wearing the same exact thing. You understand that she's a fucking <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> You understand that she's a she's literally probably a child, fucking prostitute. Right, right. She's enslaved in the house. It's, I'm judging there's her on a, the same shirt. You understand that there's a no, fucking that's fucking hilarious. There's the, the fucking triads take all her money, and she can't afford to. She gets fed rice and fish. She doesn't. Have, oh, but go ahead. No, do your thing. You're, I love you. So You're she, fucking disgusted. So, so she so she she answers the. What door. about you, you cheap prick? You're trying to get a fucking hand job for sixty bucks. That's all I got. Okay. That's all I got. 
Look at if you want anything more, I got nothing. So either you jerk me off for sixty, or that's it. Who's the cheap prick? I'm glad. No, but you showered. Yeah. So I'm looking at. I'm like, man, she's got the same. She's got the same black shirt on. And uh, and then I go and then I go like this to her. I go, um, yeah, I was here last night. I go, I was here last night, and I think I might have left my watch. Right. Yeah. And she goes, watchy. Watchy? And I go, yeah, I think I might have left my watch. And I'm looking her up and down. Right. And I realized in the day when I saw her that this was a woman who happened to kind of have maybe like a rough. And I got, I felt better. Okay. So then she goes, let me go look for your watch. Yeah. Well, she said, watchy, one second. Watch. And she leaves. Yeah. And then she comes back and she says, no, no watch. Now I know there's no watch. The, the watch doesn't exist. Because yeah. you I only look, have $60. You don't have enough money to buy a watch. <laughs> you're, you're spending and, all your watch money on hand jobs. And, and, and I look at her and I go back home on the train and I feel great. Right. And I'm like, all right, good. Good. And then that was the end of going to places like that. You were done after that. I, I go to places where, you know, legit places. You get a legit massage. A legit massage. And you pray to God that she touches your dick. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I really, I, let me tell you something about massage. Oh. Um, there's nothing better than a great massage. There's nothing better than nothing. a great massage. But there's not, when a, I don't give a fuck who you are. I was getting one in Aruba next to my wife. She was getting one as well? Yeah, we're getting these the couples the massages massage, yeah. on the beach. Like it's in this hut. Oh. Only you can see out and people can't see in. Oh. And you just hear the ocean, right? It's fucking amazing. And um, <laughs> this lady, the lady that's jerking me off could have been, <laughs> Jesus Christ, she, was, she could have been like some fucking, uh, some Dutch f- fucking basketball player. <laughs> she was just massive. I mean, her All hands... Right. Were ginormous, just these big knuckles, and she was a woman. Was a, she was just a big Dutch woman, and my yeah. wife had this hot Arubian bitch. <laughs> Dude, I was full fledged pre coming. Really? Oh, she grabbed my ass cheeks, went down my ass crack, grazed my nuts with her fucking guy knuckles. <laughs> my dick was just fucking shooting, just like a fucking snail, just going in and out. <laughs> Every time she touched a nut, it would go in, and I'd clinch my hand. She rolled me over, and I was stuck like gum to the fucking bed sheet. Flipped over, and jizz just coming out like my my dick had a stroke. And your wife is just your wife right next to me. She didn't see shit. She don't give a fuck. But uh, yeah, dude, I that's my weakness is you know the massage. But you know what are these places down here that I that says foot massage? Okay, here's foot the deal. Relaxing. Here's the deal with these places. Foot. First of all, I don't know about foot. You go to a foot place, you're going to get your foot rubbed. But if you go to these, what they did back when I moved to New York, right around the corner, right? They used to have you know they had uh, sex clubs, and around 15, 20 years ago, when me and Billy and we when I came here in 1996, 97. What do you mean sex clubs? They had clubs where you'd go and you'd see a chick like blowing three dudes. What? Yeah, just crazy. The vault. They used to call it the vault. Jesus. And you'd go there and it was just, you know, dudes walking around in a fucking, you know, diaper <laughs> and some chick sucking like full. Like, you're not supposed to, but some chick would just get on the ground and just start sucking dicks. And once two other dudes saw, they just whipped their dicks out and run over like it was a fountain and everybody was thirsty. <laughs> Somebody found water. You know what I mean? Just fucking, oh, suck it, suck it. And then a dude would come Jeez. over and break it up. You know what I mean? Um,. Yeah, they had. It was crazy. But I heard they, about stuff like that in Europe, not in New York City. Dude, back in '96, it, when I, you know, it was crazy, dude. They had, they had fucking. I remember they had uh, massage parlors, 
with not just Asian women. Now it's all fucking Asian broads. Back then it was regular. This was yeah. before internet, like 95, before yeah, before Craig's, before Backpage. And women had to walk the fucking streets. Yeah, that's when the dudes internet, were jerking off to magazines. There was no online shit, right? The internet ruined fucking porn. Huh. Ruined it. I mean, ruined the sex industry. There's no more... There is no more... Um, street hookers. Why? Why would you walk the street? Just put an ad up. They'll come to your fucking shitty apartment that you, your studio that you rent in the East Village. Yeah, and it's safer for them. Yeah, there's no more really pimps and shit. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Back when I came here, there was, there was street horse. Forty third Street, Forty Fourth My Street, Forty over in uh, the Forties, the Upper Forties where I live. Yeah. Fucking backed up cars, just street horse chicks walk in the middle of the winter with g strings on, high heels. <laughs> they walk right into your car, take a titty out, and grab your dick. <laughs> they were really stealing your wallet. I mean, I mean, that's the one thing. These girls would come up to you, and they'd fucking. I remember uh, me and Dane were uh, in the in Boston, and the street whore came up and was grabbing his dick, and he was like, "Oh my god, this is one before we we came to New York. We were young comics, and she, she stole his cell phone. There was the original flip phone. Remember that the cell she, one? Yeah, yeah. And she took it. We had to go fucking lie to the cops. Uh, and funny. I remember he, he took my phone. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? You, you let her grab your junk?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, it was bad back then. And you, but here you could go to these places. You had to find them in the Village Voice. Yeah, the back of the Village Voice. You'd find these massage places. I remember you'd walk in, and there was one place everybody had to hold a newspaper up. And if you, <laughs> you you get kicked out if you pulled it down because that they didn't have they just had one room a lobby you had to hold the newspaper up and then they'd call your name your fake name and you'd go in and they'd parade <laughs> you know five or seven girls down in you know blonde black Puerto Rican white um, to choose Asian. from yeah you choose from wow right around the corner Jeez. above the fat black pussy cat you know where next door there's a bar above yeah. that. Was it? Was a Burger Was a, Yeah, well, the downstairs was a Burger King. Uh, okay, right. upstairs was, you said Taekwondo. <laughs> uh, but it was really, if you walked in around seven Asian girls and night, they used to wear nightgowns or um, uh, evening gowns. They'd come out dressed up in high heels, looking as sex. They were like hot fucking girls. Yeah, yeah. And you'd pay fucking <clears throat> 60 bucks. You'd go in a room and. It was no fucking massage. Yeah. It was fucking, I'm going to suck your dick. Oh, yeah. 20 more dollars. I'm going to fuck this. I made love to a girl one night. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not kidding, dude. I made love to a girl one night. You know what's nice, though, I did. I fucking made love, dude. I was so lonely, and I had nobody, and (laughs) I had no money, and I had nothing, and I just had spot money, and I went in there, and I was so sad, and I found this, she was kind of chunky Asian girl that spoke perfect, she was like, hey, what's up? She was the only one that spoke, like, English, you know, but, like, American. Yeah, yeah. And she had these fat titties, and we went in the room, and she let me kiss her. Like wow. they don't, and we were kissing, and she had great breath. She was like a regular fucking Asian broad, and I was. Fu- she's like, baby, please, oh yeah, baby, <laughs> daddy, please fuck me. I love you, and I was like, I love oh. you too. And we were saying, I love, love you. you. <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. Wow. And we were, I was slow fucking her. Had a rubber on. I was like, oh, she, I was like, oh. She's like, do you love me? I was like, I love you. There's some fat Asian broad. I was just fell in love with for a fucking eight you. minutes. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Asians take care of them. They, the, see, this is what I like. Okay. Yeah. Asian culture, Japanese women, 
Japanese. And, and, and I'm not saying this. This is not to any of your listeners. I'm not sexist or anything. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that. But right. the Japanese culture, they put the man. It's like the Japanese women put them. And this is in Japan mainly, obviously. But the man right. is first. The man's needs come first. Whether right. it would be just you know food and sex and mm. all that, like taking. Yeah. That's just their culture. Yeah. You know, I heard of a thing. Okay, talk about this. I heard this this happened. Uh, uh, an American company, obviously can't use names, but I heard an American company went out. Well, a, a Japanese company located in America uh-huh. took their employees out to Japan. Okay. Everyone goes to dinner. They kneel down. They eat this whole dinner. Uh-huh. All the men are sitting there. All the businessmen are sitting right. there. And they eat this amazing dinner, and then they have dessert. Uh-huh. And then they said these Japanese women come swirling down like fucking ninjas in a movie come swirling down right. <laughs> and then blow everybody after dessert really <laughs> I was just like who I told mean, you that uh, I'll, I, I'll tell you after well, well I don't know wait a second is this is this oh a, no 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 this is a, a legitimate company, source, a, a, source? A, a very a lucrative company okay, okay. Coca-Cola okay <laughs> a, Reebok a, a company like that but, Re- it's, Reebok. It's, but it's a Japanese company located here Sony okay. so, so something like that Samsung so, so, so it's something like that let's just say they they went out they flew out and they met these guys can you mouth it to me they had an ab- no no i don't know the uh, company yeah no i don't know the exact company but i know who i talked to and where they work i know that it's okay. i know that this is legit okay and because i know that the dude i talked to was married and, and he he refused he said no like no thank you but it right. was part of their what they wanted to show there was uh-huh. oh you're here we want you to have a good time uh-huh. we appreciate your work back in america here's dinner and here's a, a dessert mm-hmm. and now these women come down and then and, and they'll blow you it's part of it. you know the little hee hee how you do you know yeah. that and i just thought i was like look man like that's that's a, that's an epic dinner yeah you know that's that's a dinner that you'll never you know like <laughs> you, you, i mean I wish, the, I wish I wish that podcast ended like this. I wish my shows fucking some Asian broad swirled around from the ceiling and sucked our dicks at the end of this fucking show. That'd be a great podcast. Like that's just you know doesn't happen in America, Bobby. Well, I, look, man, I bet it does. I just you, we're not in that tax bracket. <laughs> right. I guarantee it happens here. here. You know, back in the like I was talking about in the nineties, the early nineties, late nineties. There was so much crazy shit all over. Before the internet, where women could stay home, they had to find a place like a Kittery, Maine. Kittery, Maine had the mm-hmm. best fucking massage parlor ever. Wow. Right over the border. It said the men's health club or whatever. You go in, you give them the, and you go down and you pick this white chicks. These, these were like fucking hot chicks you'd meet at a bar. Yeah, and you go and you pick this smoking hot chick from Maine or whatever town she came up from, Rhode Island or whatever, yeah. and you give her an extra fifty bucks and she fucks the shit out of it. <laughs> That's the place Bob Marley owns, right? What's that? Bob, Bob Marley owns that joint? No, no, I wish she did. <laughs> I wish she Bobby, did. the fucking girls, Bobby, they fucking suck your cock. <laughs> Woohoo, your butt! That guy's running Maine, isn't he? Yeah, he's not running that, but yeah, right, he's, right. he's a fucking he's great guy. We had a Bob great time Molly. in Montreal with him. Yeah, Bob Molly's one of the funniest guys on the planet. I mean, I don't know how we segue from whores to Bob Molly. <laughs> you just it was Maine. It was Maine. Yeah, it he was- he is a great guy. Unbelievable. Bob Marley, one of the funniest guys. He is just a fucking goofball. Oh, he's a rip. Man. And he's totally clean. Yeah, he's pretty a rip. much clean. He's just a fucking. He's just a goofball. He's a killer. And I love what he's done with his life. He was just like fuck you. I'm funny <laughs> enough to. Just do shows I want to do. I mean, he's got a yeah. bought a shitload of real estate. Yep. He's got shit every. He's just a smart guy, really yeah. smart guy. He's got a great, and his family and his friends are his team. 
Well, that's that's one thing. I mean, if we could transition into this, it's funny you brought that up because I was thinking about that. I was talking to some some people, and um, I don't know how you feel about this, but um, I, I'm going to tell you. It, it's actually on a serious note, too. I'm going to tell you how I feel. Please do, because it's just <laughs> us, so you have to. <laughs> um, yeah. Given your life. You can shut that off, too, by the way, if you give, want to shut it off. That's up to you. Yeah, shut it off. Oh, yeah. All right. Hold on. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but it's just making a noise. There you go. That's the uh, AC, the oldest AC in the world. You know, going back to what you said about Bob Marley, and I, I, I love this, and, and I think it's a, an important thing. And I, you know, uh, I don't want to speak for you, but just seeing your family, um, lovely family, by the way, wife and son, right. it's like there's something awesome about not giving your life to this business. There's something amazing about you give your, your career to it. Like when right. you give your life to it as far as on a career level. Right. You know, but I don't think people frown at me because of this but I'm not big on I like having a close knit of friends I love everybody I mm-hmm. network with everybody I, I'm as, as you said in Montreal it's great to be part of the comedy community yes and I love that You're right. I yeah. love that but I am not a do shows stay out all night hang out with everybody like be like every you know have a click all the time I there's something I love about this business where when you do perform mm. and then you get the fuck out and it's kind of like it reminded me of like the Bob Marley thing you said it's like he just decided I'm funny I have a family I just care about making money for them and doing it and not getting caught up and somebody said to me once you know don't give your whole entire life to it and right. and I feel like I know I feel like almost a better comedian because of it but how do you feel like on that level you know, because I know you have a family now, and you had a family later in your career, right. a son. Um, how do you feel like that? Because I know you're not a hangout guy either, right? Well, no, I used to be, bro. I used okay. to, I used to be. Look, I think me, Patrice, Keith, Norton, Voss, Colin. I mean, dude, I used to hang out to the birds. You know, you right. get. <laughs> but you were young, right? Yeah, that shit, man. Yeah, I remember. I, know. I, I mean, many a nights down here. I used to bang, you know, chicks across the street just to have a place to stay so I'd have to go all the way home. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, yeah. But there is a point where all of a sudden you realize that you have a job to do. There's a job to be done. Yeah. You know, this, you know, I've I've realized this in the last few years. I have to come down here and do something. I can't just come down here and hang out. I can't. I have to... Even if it's one fucking new line, I know I have to do something. I know, you know, you know, um, and you know, you have. I love my wife. Yeah, I love. Now I got this kid at home that I can't. I love being around. So yeah, I love hanging out with people, and I do still hang out, but I get the fuck out when I'm done. I'm yeah. done. When I'm here, I'm here, and we have fun. Sure, but as soon as I'm done, you go the fuck home. Because what happens, too, is that you, uh, I think as you get older and you have a family and, you know, there's people that don't have that, though. There's people that don't have the family life. There's people that don't, aren't getting married, that don't have a girlfriend, a serious, they don't live with a woman. Yeah. I think those guys hang out because what the fuck are they going home to? <laughs> right. You know, if they're not getting box. Or, yeah. you know, doing something or drinking. Are they going to go home to a fucking lonely apartment right. and, and read a book? Well, see, that's the thing. They're fighting that. They're, they're, they're fighting that loneliness. Well, some, some guys don't do, get into it. Some guys don't have that. You know what I mean? I mean, think about it. Who has yeah. that? Me, you. Bird has it. Burr has it now. He's getting married. Um, yeah. Who else? 
Yeah, it's, I love the I love the difference. Norton, Norton. I mean, Norton doesn't hang either. He goes home. He's a very busy guy. But yeah, yeah, I understand. I I I love going home now. I love yeah. not. I love. I always say this: leave when you're gonna leave. You know when you're first. All right, I'm out of here. That's when you need yeah. to get the fuck out. Right. Instead don't of- don't say I'm all right. I'm I'm gonna get the fuck out and then stay ten more minutes. Right. Because then something someone's gonna say something. Something's gonna happen. You're just gonna be like, ah, oh, fuck! I should have left. I leave when I when it's when I say I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's something about popping in. Hey, how you doing? And then getting back to reality. Yeah. You know, because like even in Montreal, you could hang out out there and all this crazy shit and all these people. But my reality is my kid and my wife. Sure. And, you know this. I don't know what it is. It's uh, happiness. Yeah. Which is not excitement. You know, people yeah. people get that confused a lot. There's excitement. There's this crazy excitement of doing shows and hot chicks thinking you're funny and people talking to you and sitting around and hanging out and laughing and all going place to place to place. And it's three o'clock in the morning. You come home, you're fucking exhausted and you wake up at four o'clock and go do it all over again. And yeah. And then there's a difference between going home and your kid smiles at you. Yes, yeah. And your wife is like, hey. Yeah. And you laugh with your chick and go to bed at fucking 11. Because you got to wake up at 6. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. It's that, tough. That's happy. Yeah. That's like not this, oh, my God, I can't wait to get home. Yeah. It's fucking just a smile that comes over you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think is, in life, my goal is to connect to happiness. More yeah. than excitement. Right. And I noticed when we were in Montreal what you did, and I was actually taking note of it, and I was like, really, that's fucking, that's awesome. And, um, you know, it, it's like I love the balance of both. I love coming into this city. This is the best city in the world. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Um, you know, I and, agree. And you, you get to perform out here and do what we love. Yeah. And our dream, we're following and doing all that stuff, and then you leave it. And you have this little boy and little girl and, you know, like you, you have the little boy and you're like, yeah, that, that's everything. But one thing I noticed and, and I noticed that there is some um, jealousy. There's jealousy in in, in, in there, a lot of. Hang on. I want to talk about this. Hang, okay. Hang on. We're going to take a, a quick break for okay. sponsors. Okay. And uh, we'll come right back. So uh, I want to talk about this. This because this is uh, this is interesting shit because I'm about to step into your world. Yeah, sure. Uh, a little more than I, I have been. Sure. So we'll be right back. We're going to uh, do a little sponsor break and pay some bills. <laughs> Fuck off. All right. <laughs> you mean buy a light bulb? <laughs> so much fucking money I make. All right. Check it out. You guys go to tweakedaudio.com right now and use the code word DUDE and you get 33% off all your headphones. They're inexpensive, great headphones. Um, I have around five pairs of them. Okay, make sure you go to tweakedaudio.com. They're inexpensive, not cheap, inexpensive. They're great headphones to leave in your car, in your gym bag, uh, your suitcase, because, um, and they have mic, not mic'd, a bunch of different styles to choose from. And right now, if you are a fan of the show and you go there and you use the code word DUDE, you get 33% off and free shipping. You can't fucking beat that. That's almost half off 
and sh- free shipping. So go buy them. Christmas is coming. Halloween. Buy some shit for Halloween. Give away headphones this year instead of candy. Stop ruining kids' teeth. <laughs> Teethses. Uh, tweakedaudio.com. One of the sponsors of YKW. Amazon.com and Gamefly. Go to the links on Robert Kelly's page on riotcast.com. Riotcast.com slash Robert Kelly. There's an Amazon link. Anything you buy off the internet. Anything I tell you to get off of uh, Tech Talk with Bobby and friends. Go to Amazon.com and use my link, and we make a little money off of everything you buy. And Gamefly.com slash YKWD get you two free weeks, motherfucker, of Gamefly. The Netflix of video game. Get the new GTA. Get all the new games that come out. Don't buy them. Rent them. See if you want them, and then go buy them. And you can actually keep them from Gamefly. It's uh, if, if you're a gamer, you need to be a, a member of Gamefly.com, and you get two weeks free. If you go to GameFly.com, YKWD, bitches. And thank you for all the donations. The donations uh, literally making this network and the studio what it is. So you guys are awesome. All you guys who are donating to the YKWD podcast, uh, thank you very, very much from the bottom of my fats. I really appreciate it. Um, so, all right, there you go. We got the uh, November 6th. At the Village Underground, if you go to NewYorkComedyFestival.com, NYComedyFestival.com, or go to uh, my website, RobertKellyLive.com, you can buy tickets. We have a live YKWD show. That's a podcast. That means... uh, Joe List, Kelly Festuca, Louis J. Gomez. We got Bailey J., the she-male, gorgeous fucking... Uh, look at Virgie's getting all fucked up. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you say. You'd let her fucking give you a hand job. And a special guest. I can't announce just yet, but uh, it's going to be worth the... Uh, ticket price we're going to do uh, some stand up at the front and we're going to do an hour or a little longer uh, podcast live in front of a live studio audience so if you're a fan of this show you live anywhere near New York City or you're going to be here November 6th get your tickets now uh, comedyseller.com nycomedyfest.com or my website Robert Kelly Live and following that's a 7 o'clock show right after that show at 9.30 we have the Riot Cast Network comedy show straight up comedy show we have uh, Mandy Statmiller we have Rich Voss and Bonnie McFarlane we have Jim Florentine myself we have a special guest on that show and we have Colin Quinn's going to be on that show, who's a, a big supporter of the network. This is a unbelievable lineup that's following the YKWD Live. So we have a live podcast, and then we have another show right after that, all at the Village Underground. Village Underground, all sponsored by the New York Comedy Fest. It's the first night of the fest, and we're popping this fucking thing off. So make sure you come down there. If you're a fan of Riotcast, you're a fan of my show, you get your tickets now. For both shows or one show, whatever the fuck you're going to do. We're also going to have a live podcast going on before the shows right in the lounge upstairs. We're going to have an after party. And if you get your tickets, if you're a member of the show, you're going to get a wristband. You're going to be part of that after party. It's going to be an awesome night. So get your tickets now. November 6th, New York Comedy Festival, YKWD Live, Riot Cast Comedy Show. Get them fucking now because these tickets are going to go. Yeah. We're back, baby. We're back, motherfucker. Troy Kwan. 
the man who produced this shit. YKWD here, one-on-one with Paul Verzi from yes, the Verzi Effect, your own podcast. Yeah. People should check that out. Where can they find that? Uh, they can get it on Podbean. I do it. Uh, the hosting is uh, Podbean and uh, on iTunes, the Verzi Effect. On iTunes. Great, yep. man. Yeah. Awesome. So we're, uh, before we were... Uh, we had to go to break there and uh, do a little advertising. We uh, we were talking about this life. Yeah, well, um, we were talking about you know the, the balance of, of, of both, and you know uh, that's the, I'm shooting a documentary movie about it. But what I noticed and, and what bothers me is am I in this documentary? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, you know, and it's going to show the balance of life. You know, with kids and doing all that stuff, and it's it's really good. And there's great people in the movie, so we we got a few more six more months to shoot. But yeah, you're in that. You're in that. Um, but what I what I wanted to say before, and it, and it, it took me a while to figure out what was happening in comedy clubs with bookers. But I noticed that when I would talk about my son and daughter, or whenever it would come up as me, a family man, right. I started to see resentment, and I started to see jealousy with people who didn't have that. Like, what do you mean? And, like who? Like other comics? Yeah, like just like making comments. And it, it's, it's listen, it's something that a comedian who's perceptive, listen, you, I'm sure you can read things. Okay. I can read. You can read. I can't okay. spell, <laughs> but I know how to fucking read, the, yes. The, the perception of comedians, yes. myself included, and I'm sure you, when you could feel what somebody's doing. Right, When okay. you know, you know. Your instincts. Yeah, my instincts are saying, like, yeah. that, that little comment about me mm-hmm. having a fucking family, okay? Right. That little comment was because I know what you're doing, okay? You fucking failure who doesn't have anybody who loves them. That's what it is. And it took me a second to realize that. This is why I love you, though, Verzi. Can what? I just say this? Yeah, sure. You have fucking... You have the patience of Joe Pesci. <laughs> Do you understand? No, I get like the fuck. I'm a fucking get your shine box. I'll fucking no, kill you. No, but you know what, Bobby? I noticed. I started to notice it in Bookers too. Bookers what? who didn't Bookers who didn't have families and kids. They were just kind of like I noticed that they would be almost like, you know, they just I just I just felt something, and I was like almost like oh, Verzi's a family man. You know, he's got to go home afterwards. Oh, he's got to do this. So and it's like, can I just say this? Yeah. So you're saying that. It, it, look, it, guys like to book guys that are going to hang out and party and have fun and be stupid. Some places, and 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 you know, you're you're like fuck. I'm going back to my room, or I'm going home to my family. I'm not hanging out and getting stoned or doing drugs or getting totally smashed with you every night and just staying out till three in the morning so you can have stories that you hung out with Paul Verzi. Or, or or if they see me do a bit, a new bit about my daughter, and the bit works, but they're kind of like they, you know, they'd rather listen to the maybe the awkward alternative guy who's talking about jerking off or talking about drinking and, and they're going to hang out and then I go home so in other words I started right. to feel when I started to talk about my daughter when my daughter was born and I started to obviously yeah. we talk about, talk about our life right. I started to notice that it was just like I just started a few people would put me into this family man thing which I am but not in a way that I thought was was. Well, here's look Comedy Central did that to me right they, they you know they basically were like we're going to pass on you mm-hmm um, I, I I don't I've headlined across the country. I I've, I yeah. kill everywhere I go. I I'm 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 literally a funny guy. I'll, I'll say it. I'm fucking funny. Yeah, sure. I'm a fucking funny headlining stand-up comedian, and because I'm not their demographic. Yeah, sure. I'm not the th- eighteen to. Are, are you nuts? Yeah. Funny it's is funny. fucking funny. Sure. I don't care if you're talking to nine-year-olds. About being married, yeah. If it's funny, it's fucking funny. 
I you know, submitted. So, I submitted last year. Yeah, this will be my second year. Right. This will be my second year submitting my half hour to Comedy Central. Right. And last year I felt really, really good. It was one of the, and you know as comedians we don't like looking at ourselves. You ever yeah. look at yourself on stage? You look at you like oh look at my neck. I'm a fat fuck. You know I don't like this <laughs> joke. I don't like that joke. I look bloated. I'm a fucking mess. That's the I, voice. That's literally the voice in my head. I yeah. I, I watch. Verb, that's exactly <laughs> what my vo- I say to myself. <laughs> and 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 I <clears throat> excuse me. I watched my, my, my 25 minutes that they were yeah. going to look at, and I go, yeah. wow, I actually look thinner. Yeah. I like that joke. It made me mm-hmm. laugh. I sent it, mm-hmm. and it was good reviews, but yeah, Paul, we like Paul. We think Paul's funny, but you know, he talked about his family. He talked about his family a little bit, and here's the thing. The demographic the demographic is, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, the, the demographic yeah, is, dumb. is, you know, frat. Yeah, it's not, but yeah. It's really not frat people. The most fa- the most famous comedians in the world right now have nothing to do with that demographic. The guys that are literally selling out arenas have nothing to do- selling out theaters have nothing to do with that demographic. They're not frat dumb people. They're maybe what your TV what people are watching on your TV shows are fucking idiotic and simple minded. But stand up comedy funny's funny. Louis C.K. Billy Burr on frat guys right. You know what I mean? Chris mm. Rock isn't a frat comic. Yeah. Well, luckily they're talking I, about real shit. Yeah. I'm not comparing myself or you to them. I know what you're and saying. And I, I think to look, I think it might be a polite way to say we don't like his comedy. Right. Could be. I mean, no, seriously. I have to take that into consideration. That hey, I'm maybe they don't like. That was a polite way of saying I'm not into your shit. Right. You know what I mean? So you gotta. I, I took that into consideration, too. It's like, either I say that I don't think you're funny, which you're going to go, fuck you, or I say, you know, we're going to pass, and it's not our demographic. Maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. And that's the thing. You'll never know. And you can't, you know, what you talk about now, what I talk about, look, I'm talking about my son. Yeah. I'm talking about the birth. The new 10 minutes I have about having a baby is fucking all I want to talk about. Yeah. Um. But it's, um, you know, but here's the thing, too. It's, it's you know, to, I don't know if people, I, I haven't felt what you felt. Like, I'm about to go into the suburbs for the first time in sure. my life. This is fucking scaring the shit out of me, Verzi. Uh-huh. I'm, you, but here's the thing. You've lived in the suburbs your yeah. whole life. I've lived in foster homes, right. little juvie jails, right. uh, you know, fucking basements. But I have lived I, in Queens. I've, I have lived in Manhattan. I've lived in Manhattan. I mean, my for most of my life, I've lived in these fucking I've been surviving. Mm-hmm. So surviving is where I feel comfortable. And now when I moved back to New York 10 years ago, 11 years ago, I finally got a doorman building with all the accoutrements. And, um, yeah. you know, all that shit. And I, you know, had my car and then I bought a place and, oh my God, I bought my dream apartment, like literally two blocks away from my friend, Billy Burr, where he bought his fucking apartment. It was like, this is the shit. And here I am, you know, I'm used to the fucking people screaming and yelling and the fucking homeless people and the, you know, all, 24 hours a day shit going on. I used to love that. That was my mm-hmm. energy. That was my life force. Yeah. And now all I want is to... At around five o'clock, as the sun's going down, I want to just go outside with a cup of coffee and my wife mm-hmm. and the kid sleeping in the other room, or maybe with the kid, and fucking just be quiet. Yeah, and maybe barbecue some dinner. 
yeah. and come back in and have dinner and then, you know, I mean, I can't wait for this fucking silence. Oh, yeah. But I'm scared to death of it because I'm afraid that when you get out there, bro, when you get out to that silence, when you get out there and it is, ah, fuck it, I'm not going to go in tonight. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I wouldn't. Am I going to come in on a fucking Saturday early to do a, uh, you know, a spontaneous Paul podcast with Paul Verzi? Maybe well, I won't. By, by the looks of this fucking studio, you will, and you will because you know what? what? You have that. You you built this. You're gonna. You know what? You're gonna look. You're gonna look outside. The fans built this, Paul. The fans. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, you know, hmm. you're gonna look at your son rolling around in the grass, and you're gonna like the silence. But what bothered me back to the thing is when I do material now, not right. about my family. Right. Oh man, you're funny as fuck. You're funny. You're funny. So it's almost like why? Why is it? See, that's what I noticed. It wasn't about the because they can't relate. They can't relate to family shit, Paul. They can re- look at people like what they relate to. It's not a personal thing. It's not a fuck Paul. Ugh, Paul and his family. It's I don't relate to that. Right. I, don't, I didn't relate to fucking. You know, sh- there's shit I related to when I was coming up as comedy. You know, right. I related to Joe Rogan. Yeah. You know what I mean. I mean, look, funny Trump's funny. Trump's everything, I mean. You know, I thought Bobby Collins was fucking awesome back then when he talked about his dog. My dog. I love my dog. Continental, Bobby. Continental. You know, all that shit, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they might be just liking the shit that you do. That you talk. Look, people are loving the shit I'm talking. Like, I'm getting like, dude, you're getting really funny because I'm opening up about real shit, about yeah. having a kid and my baby and all this crazy stuff, you yeah. know? But I and feel like that's when I got better and turned a corner was when I talked about real life stuff. I think so. I absolutely think absolutely that happens. Yeah. But there's some people that aren't, aren't going to get it. They're not going to. It's not that they don't like you or like your life. They don't relate to it. And it's like, whatever. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm glad I don't want to fucking be around those people. Right. Those club owners. I don't want to be the your guy. Yeah. I don't want to be the guy. Oh, we hung out all last night and got fucked up, and I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that went back to his room, called his fucking wife, uh, didn't do perverted shit, didn't fucking eat like a savage, didn't have to, uh, you know, go fucking rogue because I was feeling lonely. Actually, okay, I'm feeling lonely, but I'm okay. I I just talked to my wife and saw my kid. I feel better. I feel happy. Yeah, you don't want to be with that fuck. Yeah, let me go write some shit or return some fan mail or do something positive for my career. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I so, hate those motherfuckers, dude. Those fucking, <laughs> I hate those motherfuckers, you know? Well, uh, yeah, you, this guy's got to go home to his wife. He's not going to have a drink. It's Yeah, I do. Who I the do. fuck says that? There's, there are some fucking assholes out there. Like, it's like, you're not hanging out tonight? Pfft, fucking guy's not hanging out tonight. It's like, yeah, I'm not hanging out tonight. Yeah, but that's I'm what they're supposed to do. They, they, they're trying misery loves company, bro. Yeah, that's it. That's what it is. Yeah, they, But they, I'm not good around those people is what I'm saying. That misery loves company, that person, you know, I'm not good with that because I fucking respect people. You know, I fucking respect. That's you. why I love you, man. You know, I love you. This is why I love it's you, just, Versi. Just, you have a fucking code. You have some type of code, like with these things like that. Yeah, where you just like that's fuck you. I don't fucking like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> Sometimes it could be a curse because that's the Sicilian thing in me. Yeah. You know, it's like if you do me wrong once, I fucking you know you can't you can't fucking let go. But you know, I I love people who fucking get it. You know, I yeah. love people that are fucking logical and get it. You don't have to. Have, you know how many cool fucking you know. I give a, a guy like uh, a guy like Dan Soder, yeah. you know, a guy like Dan Soder, a guy like you know Michael Shea, guys like that. Like, oh man, you got a house up in the country, man. That's fucking awesome, dude. That's great. Like, it's right. just it's a fuck, and they get it, and they don't. 
They don't, but they get it because you know what? They're secure. You know what a house in the country stands for? What's that? Giving up. To them? Yes, but no. I, look at it. Felt that way to me too, Paul. Um, right. A long time ago. Yeah, having a wife was giving up. Having a family. Having a child. Right. Having a child was giving up to me. I, I'll be honest with you, brother. I still fight with it a little bit. I still get scared because I, 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 I it's lack of confidence in my abilities to yeah. overcome everything. Wherever I live, whoever's it, you know what I mean? No matter what, I could live in fucking Tennessee in the woods. Right. I'm still going to be... A fucking hilarious guy. Yeah. So when I go to the club, but I still get, like I said, I get afraid that I might not. If yeah. the, if I move an hour out of the city, like you live an hour out of the city. I live an hour out. I love houses up where you live. Yeah. But I'm afraid if I move up there that far, right. I'm not going to come in anymore. Well, well, first, I'm afraid of that. And now those fears are unfounded. It's bullshit. Right. It's fucking bullshit. It's an excuse. It's, uh, you know, it's horseshit. It really is. It's fucking horseshit. If you are, have good work ethic and you are, you know, you, you'll fucking come in when you sure. have to come in and you'll, like you. Yeah. You show the fuck up. Well, first of all, I mean, some people act like an hour is fucking, like I'm living in fucking Tennessee. You know, an hour is an hour. For a comedian like me who used to drive to fucking Milwaukee when I was afraid to fly to break fucking even. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. When I was fucking four years in and I wanted to do, you know, I kind of did it opposite than a lot of guys in the city. I did city, but what I did was I started to feature on the road first and I would fucking drive to Milwaukee. Wow. I drove in 2005. I drove to Milwaukee for $350 <laughs> for the fucking week with gas and everything. I probably lost two bills. Okay. <laughs> and I was, and I was getting in front of 180 people a night crushing you Let's know with, with shitty no with that shitty, is un, that with is shitty surface no with 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 <laughs> shitty surface jokes okay well i'm, to get, kidding. To I'm get, kidding no 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 to get on stage what i was doing was i was i was killing with jokes that you could kill with but i wasn't really opening up but what i was doing was yeah. i was getting stage time right and i drove 15 fucking hours to do it right so now i have a feel, and you're right a lot of people do use it as an excuse and a lot of people but you are funny a guy like you who i look at and i'm looking at this thing it's a joke you would come in you'd probably get more hungry with me I remember J.B. Smooth said something once. He was outside Stand Up New York. And he What's goes, up, motherfucker? He goes, he goes, he said, when my daughter was born. And I didn't need my kids to push me, but he said something. He goes, when my daughter was born, yeah. I was already doing comedy. He goes, that's when I just fucking. There's something. I think it comes down to the person. I really believe it yeah. comes down to the person. You know, I'm going to get in my car, and I drove. Look, I was here. I'm going to be here fucking tonight. I'm fucking here all the yeah. time. And, and then I go on the road, and my wife knows it. Part of my job is to drive an hour into the fucking city to do stand-up. But I'm not going to fucking feel sorry for it. I, I'm I'm going to fucking, I'm happy about it. And you know what? To me, and that's what the documentary is about, and this is what we're going to talk about, and it's like that obstacle, that obstacle is going to show my fucking kids, and it's going to show my family. Yeah. You know, my dad went and did this, but he also came home, and he was a dad, right. and he wasn't some fucking guy living in a studio apartment worried about fucking his spotted, fu you know? He, yeah, he, he that got, makes sense. You know, he got his spot. So I just got I, to a point where I felt like some people put me in this... Oh, you know, yeah, he's fun. Almost like, yeah, he's funny, but he's got a family and lives away. Almost as if that's like, it, it, it bothered me. And I was like, don't fucking understand. I'm doing what you're doing, except I'm doing it better because I have a life, motherfucker. Don't understand what I'm doing. Understand that I'm taking what you, I'm doing what you're not doing. Like, in other words, I'm not doing something <laughs> that's hurting me. 
okay? Yeah. Because you don't have a family and it's not hurting you. I'm doing something you can't do. So maybe you get two more spots a week or three more spots a week. But I'm still getting up like crazy, and I have a fucking family and a life. And if you respect that and appreciate it and love it, that's great. If you don't, and here's another thing. I get defiant towards bookers who are like, well, if you talk about your family, I'm like, I'll fucking do another set where I don't talk about my fucking family. I don't, you know, look how I got into Montreal. I got into Montreal that way. I got into Montreal. The only way, the only reason I, a guy like me got into Montreal Comedy Festival right. was because I had to fucking showcase and be so funny to the point where they were like, look, it, it, it was embarrassing to not fucking put me in there. Here's the thing, though. I want to tell you something. And, don't, and I'm not saying I, that to I, be I wanna, arrogant. I want to tell you something. Okay. Okay. And this is what I've learned in the last three, four years. Okay? And, and, and I don't take offense to this. Okay. The one thing that you... you and I've learned this from Louie and, and Colin and, you know, guys like that who just, you know, don't walk around with a chip on your shoulder. Right. Do not fucking get this chip about alternative clubs or right. Comedy Central or this, you know, people who, like these people who don't respect. Who gives a fuck? You know what right. I mean? Yeah. I have my life, my comedy. I, I, the one thing that I've tried to do is just really know that. I am not in competition with anything or anybody. Nobody's career has an effect on my career. Yeah. And I can write as many hours of comedy as I want, as good as I want them to be. Mm -hmm. I can write as many sitcoms and try to sell them as I want. I can do whatever I want. I have the people in place to hand a, a pilot to. Sure. And say, I wrote this. Can we sell it? And if they go, you know, and I have, I have the hour, I have an hour, I want to film it. Those are in place mm -hmm. for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, isn't that what Billy does and, and Louie and anybody, he, he just writes an hour and films it and then people see it and go, holy shit. <laughs> right. Let's go see this guy. And then people in the industry go, let's put him in our stuff mm -hmm. because I like him. Yeah. And Louie, the same thing. I mean, it doesn't matter who, what, where, or when thought anything about them or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're just worried about one thing. Yeah. Their job. So it's like, you know, you too, you get like me. We have the same temper and we, we can be like, fuck you, you fucking, you don't fucking. I, well, my, we wear it on our sleeves a lot. We do. You know, we wear it's, it on our sleeves. Yeah, it's like a chip we have you and know. people see it. Don't touch my camera oh, with your fucking oh, dirty shit, finger. I'm sorry, I didn't even realize that. My fault. It's all right. Don't worry about That's it. That's fucking dirty finger. Just fucking stuck your index slimy dad <laughs> finger on my fucking <laughs> brand new cameras. <laughs> your dad finger. I, uh, <laughs> You're right, though, because, you know, Rich Voss said something to me one time in the green room of Distress Factory. You know he, said, what, uh, he said, hey, how long have you been doing comedy? You know, Go get me a cup of coffee. <laughs> he said, he said, he goes, uh, the only person you're competing with in this business, he goes, all you guys and, and people that are coming up, they think they're competing with other comedians. And he goes, you're competing against yourself. No, I mean, look, I mean, we, we, we bust balls in those kids on the... Uh, who do the uh, the man guy code and girl code and they're all famous and they're you know but reality doesn't you know doesn't matter that's that's their life that's great good for them sure good for them that they had success it's so hard to get success in this business but that doesn't have any effect on me or anybody else mm -hmm. it's not going to affect anybody it's what affects us is the shit that we're doing right now let's create 
me and you, yeah. we're fucking cool. Let's let's do a podcast and put it out there for people to listen to. So people that like me will like you. People yeah. that like you will like me. And we build upon that. And then they come see our shows. And oh my God, you're fucking funny. Right. And then, you know, it's the fans and the people that buy our products. I mean, we're selling our shit. You know, and if, if it isn't for the people that listening to this show, if there's nobody listening to it, yeah. I don't fucking do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, you know I so- have to let some... T- I, listen, I'm not an angry guy at heart. You know that. I'm, I don't have anger. You're one I, of the nicest guys no, I know. No, I, I, I appreciate it, but I don't have anger in my heart. I'm not an angry guy. Um, yeah, I can right. be a little spiteful. I hold... I hold... Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hold... I remember. Trust me. I remember. You have a list. I, I, I remember. If you Listen, comedians know. If you're good to us, we remember. If you're bad to us, we really fucking remember. And yeah. But like, the one thing I don't like, Bobby, this is the one fucking is thing. I don't know an Asian can- massage lady with a penis. <laughs> we got it. A big-jawed Korean. No. Um, <laughs> No, no. Um, is is like the agent who doesn't want to fuck with you, and then all of a sudden you make a move and they go, "Oh man, we always loved you." That from me, yeah. But and I know that that's the game. You gotta let go. I know of that. that that's the game, but that's fucking that phoniness is really tough, brother. It's tough. It's tough to be like, "Oh yeah, you always loved me." You fucking liar. Where were you when you know? It's it's tough. You gotta let go. I know. I know. You gotta because here's the deal. Right. That guy might be the guy that gets you your house where I want to go. Your, I know your next house, your your family vacation home. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, people, you know, uh, Billy's uh, Booker, Mike, what's his name? Uh, Berkowitz. Yeah, people- Oh, his agent. His agent? Yeah, his agent. Yeah, his agent. Oh, he's this. this. He's great for the people that he works for. He's the best guy in the biz. That's who you want. Right. You know what I mean? But like, like Billy used to say that to me all the time. Nobody likes my lawyer. That, he goes, that's what you want. Yeah. You don't want the fucking other guys, even though you're friends with them, to like your lawyer. I love how people you know? think it's a bad thing to have an agent that's a pain in the... To have an agent like that means he's doing his job. What's his name? The NFL guy, Rosenhaus. Oh, yeah. That guy is a fucking shark. Yeah. And he's, a, he's a brutal. But he's brutal. And look, there's people that he's fucking hurt along the way. <laughs> right. But here's the deal. What, what Patricia say all the time, what's good, for, what's good for you is good. Yeah. That's it. There was a cocksucker. Listen to this. I got to get this off. I got to get this off my chest. I got to get this Go off ahead. my chest, okay? I was in Montreal, and I can't mention names, okay? I hate that you don't but, mention No, no, names. I'm going to mention the company, though. Okay, I'm going to mention the company. Probably Coca-Cola. Should. It's probably really fucking stupid Coca-Cola. to do, because it's a big agency. All right, well, well, maybe... All right, go ahead. Fuck it. Who cares? What are they going to do? Well, I don't... Look, I don't want you to get right, yourself listen, in trouble, because... You know what? I'll just say this. It's a very, very well-known big agency. All right, tell me. Okay, go ahead. Okay, big agency. Now, right. I go and I do a. Best he said William Morris. No, I'm kidding. He didn't. So I'm kidding. <laughs> I go to uh, I go to uh, a showcase at Montreal. Right. Okay. Yeah. And um, I did I did a set and there was uh, I I'm not gonna lie I'm not trying to toot my own horn I, I I murdered the set on the best of the fest show at Montreal. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. To I don't like the. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I I was the fucking no, shit. I, I fucking had an I had a really really good strong set. Right. Okay. And then. This cocksucker's client right. goes after me, uh-huh. and they were running a TV set, okay? Yeah. And they're running this TV set after my set, and it doesn't go well. Right. Okay? Because I had a really good set, and it was it was probably, you know, it was, I, was, I, was, and I was fired up. I had a great set. And this person goes on after me, and I'm waiting to get off. And when I get off, I mean, I'm waiting to, you know, get love from the people that saw it. You know, the industry like we do. I'm at Montreal, so it's one of those times where it, it does matter. Yeah. It does fucking matter. You know, at this moment. It's not like doing a set in the city. This is It's, it's one of the biggest comedy festivals in the world. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I do my set and I'm excited and then they that they, this guy's client goes after me and doesn't really do well and other people say hey man great set great right. set and this guy was annoyed this guy looked at me and instead of saying and somebody introduced oh yeah this is Paul Verzen and I'm thinking okay here's an agent from a big agency and he just sat in the back of the room and watched the set that I had and instead of this cocksucker mm -hmm. saying to me hey man great set that was awesome yeah. he just kind of like nodded his head and gave me and I was trying to put together why would he do that and I realized why he did it his client had to struggle after me yeah. and he looked at me like oh fuck that guy yeah. this and that and it really it's like now so now what if that agency was ever interested in me I'm gonna I, I, I yeah, but here's the thing, Paul. There, know, it I doesn't know. matter. None of that matters. And he was bummed out. He set his client up to fucking kill it. And you fucking... He thinks that you went up and annihilated in front of the guy. And his guy took a nice hot one. They didn't think... They underestimated you. How about, hey, man, nice set. And then let, yeah, let's see if the clients... This isn't the fucking... What do you think? Everybody's John Wayne? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> It's a show business. Yeah, I tell you, you had a. You know what? My client there was supposed to go up after you. Didn't do too well, but you had a good set there, Buckaroo. I have to be honest. One man to another. Put it there, Mister Verzi. Go fuck yourself. You just ruined his fucking money. You took food off his table because they underestimated your fucking shitty face. Oh, oh, they saw shit. you look and they were like, there's no way this guy's going to do anything. And you go up and annihilate with your five o'clock shadow <laughs> and your fucking kid stories. Oh, and uh, yeah, you uh -huh. fucked it up. So uh, yeah, dude, there you go. Walk out of the room and go, what's up? That's it. Move, a Keep it yeah. moving, baby. Yeah, yeah. That ain't, that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And this guy, you know, later on you might be like, yeah, dude, I, I fucking was so mad at you that night. You fucking killed me. Yeah. And you laugh about who gives a fuck. Right. That guy might not be. They might not even be in the business in fucking four months. I know. He I might know. be selling insurance. I hope he is. He might be making donuts, cronuts. With any fucking luck. But look at man, you don't know. I mean, you can't get mad at these people, dude. I've had people fucking. Yeah, man, it's the business. Yeah, it's just the fucking business. And I've, I can't, I can't. You in life, like, look, all that stuff that happened with my family. You know, you talked about your family. We had similar shit happen. Yeah. And, you know, it's been two months, and I finally talked to my mom. I talked to my little sister. And, uh, you know, I talked to her husband, too, you know. Oh, you and it, it, it wound up being that this, the, they just hated me. I did something, or I just made him feel. It was this years of resentment of like not talking to me when I he did something and I I confronted him on it mm -hmm. years ago. It was nothing to me. It was like nothing. Yeah, and that really fucked with him. And then once you highlight something like that, once you taste something funny in something, now it's like the whole dishes. I'm now. I don't know. There's something. Yeah. No, even if there's nothing wrong with the rest of the meal, you're like, fuck this. That one bite ruined it. Yeah, yeah it's like, fucking. So that's what happened over years. And it was pent up and pent up and pent up. And I never knew it. And all he had to do was come to me and go, hey, listen, you did, this really bothered me. And we would have had this conversation because, you know, I, I'm, I didn't mean that. What the fuck, bro? You know, and we would have probably grown from it. You know yeah. what I mean? But instead, we had this fucking blowout, this massive fuck you. Yeah, and it 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 changed the family. Is it going to change the family forever? I don't know. I thought it was. It might not. We'll might probably get over it or whatever. But my little sister and you know all this stupid shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that, that's you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. 
and hopefully get stronger from it. Hopefully get stronger from it. That's you know that's what response. That's that's what that's the best case scenario. Yes. What's the alternative? The alternative is to not talk, and you know that's, that's yeah. Look at look at man. It is what life fucking blows, man. It's it blows for it's just so hard for everybody, but it depends what you latch onto and take with you every day. What are you walking around with? Are you walking around with resentment? Are you walking around with hatred in your heart? Are you walking around with chips on your shoulders? Are you walking around with happiness in your soul? Are you walking around with your kid's smile? Or your girlfriend's fucking, you know, goofy joke? Or Mm -hmm. your wife's fucking love? Or, you know, your family's, you know, the good times? Are you walking around with positive thoughts in your head about your career and where you're going to go and what you can do. Are you walking around with, you know, negative things about people that have fucked you or done you wrong? Are you you walking around with the people that have done right by you and thinking about that and the future and the house you're going to live in and and the money you're going to have and the the shows you're going to do and... You know, are you thinking about where you should be and where you could have been? Or are you thinking about where the fuck you're going to be? And you know it in your heart. And that's the difference between being happy and being healthy. And and everybody changes. you got to allow people to become better. Mm -hmm. Because if not, you know, even me, you know, I change. I'm not the same guy I was three days ago. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A week ago. Yeah, it's 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 like every day we evolve, and I, I remember Big J was on here with me last, the last time Big J and I were on the show, and he said something, and he told me this too outside of Montreal, and he was smoking outside of uh, it was a club soda, and yeah. he goes he goes we forget where we're at, like I'm ha- like you got to be appreciative of where you're at now, like I look at where I'm at now, I'm not at some great place, but dude, where, what I've worked to get is is amazing, and and yeah. I, I I'm happy with it. I wouldn't know? be happy if I was where Jay is, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> if <laughs> if I was that fat and my career was just tanking. <laughs> I was have a storytelling nights. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> storytelling night and cigarettes. Good. No, I'm kidding. No, he's absolutely right. It's you got to be. You know, I went back on tour. You know, me and me and Dane had a falling out for like a year, and we wound up talking and working it out in some way. You know, and we 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 just talked. You know, we. It's like I'm having a kid. I don't want black clouds around me. Yeah, and we wound up, you know, talking and. You know, it wasn't like, uh, you know, it wasn't like, oh, you know, a big revelation or anything. He said what he said. I said what I said. And and we kind of moved on. And, you know, I'm sitting here and, you know, and then he called me up. Hey, you want to go on this tour? And I look back and I was like, in my head, I was like, I don't want to be. I don't want. That's what I did before. And I don't want to be. And then I look back and, you know, I, I've made so many decisions on pride and fucking anger or resent, and it's like you know what? I don't have any shows that week. All right. I don't have anything that week. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just go. I'll go and do some shows. And I opened up, and it, you know, look, and I, it was a, instead of a negative, like you know, I have to go out at the beginning when people are still sitting. There's not even like an opener. There's not even a MC on these shows. I, I can I, I was like this is a challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm usually the headliner. I'm I'm gonna go out at the beginning and get these people. I'm gonna fucking make these people fucking. F- I'm gonna challenge myself. Mm-hmm. It's not a nay. I'm gonna go out and a three thousand people are gonna shut the fuck up and listen to my jokes. Yeah, and, you know, and uh, it was funny in Milwaukee. I got a fucking standing ovation. Oh, that's awesome. And then, you know, and then the next night I kind of fly. I didn't, I killed it, but I didn't kill it. Like I, so it was like this learning, like, okay, I get it. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah, you figured it and out. And I, it kind of got to me. At the end, it, it you know, your, your ego, like, fuck. When I, but then, you know, and I kind of lashed out at my wife. Like, you know, you don't fucking get it. One of those fucking uh, yeah. arguments. You don't understand. I can do what you do. You can't do what I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, then I, I called her back. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I fucked up. I was just feeling like shit. And I sh- I'm really happy. I'm fucking happy. Yeah. I know where the fuck I'm going. Isn't I it? know what's inside of me. Yeah. You might not. Isn't it uncomfortable to be fucking happy? That's the thing. We're so used to we yeah, have but. Yeah, but. Yeah, but we can't fucking sit there. Right. You, you, you give a comedian a perfect situation snare, they're going to find a fucking way. Their head's going to explode. Yeah, look, we all, fucking. everybody has problems. I mean, you know, Louis, Louis's doing great, but he's probably worried about winning a fucking Emmy next year. You know what I mean? Everybody's worried um, about something. Yeah, Burr's worried about filling a, you know, can I do an arena? Or can I, right. am I going to do the, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's, it's, Everybody's, we all have our own fucking problems. But the in reality is, if I look around at my friends, you know, we're all doing good. And the the thing that I like about it, too, is that we help each other out. The guys that I know help each other. It's not a selfish, you know. In reality, the comedy community, I think, where we help each other. I think so. You're very nice, P. I agree with that. I think that we're, we have each other's backs. Because we're out there solo. We, you know, Jesus Christ, we have no insurance. We have yeah. no... The outpouring, the outpouring yeah. of, of comedians that are supportive is amazing. Yeah. And there's always going to be a bit, couple bad apples. There's always a bad fucking asshole here. Yeah. Right? You know? Yeah. And I, I mean, just to get back to this, you know, going out to the suburbs, you know, I look at a guy like Zach Galifianakis who moved in the middle of fucking wherever. And then he became famous. Yeah, I, he literally was popped as a uh, this huge college star. Dane Cook came along and took all that away from him, mm-hmm. and he wrote all this shit about Dane and Dane should die because Dane was the number one box seller and this and that. Oh, I didn't know that Dane had a problem. Well, not a problem. He was just like so talking shit. Yeah, he was talking shit about Dane because he was corporate and made movies and romantic rom coms and you know cut to later this cocksucker's on his third hangover. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> and. You know, but none of it matters. I, I truly believe, Bobby, going back to what we were saying, I believe this wholeheartedly, 100%. I yeah. think it comes down to the person. Okay, yeah. Ray Romano was a salesman with two boys living in Queens, not making that much money, and before yeah. he quit the second time, he got the sitcom. Yeah. You know, it's like he did it. There's there's people. Billy like, Gardell, same shit. Billy Gardell. That's it. Yeah, I've talked to him about that. going to Pittsburgh. Yeah, he, yeah that's radio. right. He was going to go do radio, and then, you know, it's like I just think that the hungry guys, and you just work, and, and you just have a good time, and you appreciate where you're at, and you make these fucking money animals laugh and that's it i don't I, I'm, I'm just glad i wasn't the guy that popped off when i was 25 and then everything's gone i'm the glad i'm glad now that that i'm glad i didn't succeed i'm glad i didn't become famous when i had hair and abs i'd be fucking they'd be oh. i'd be where is he now <laughs> fat bald fuck with <laughs> you know what i mean with a good looking kid who lives in westchester <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, At least I get to be fucking whatever happens. I get to be me. Yeah, I get my dues. Yeah, oh, you know what yeah. I mean. So it is, uh, you know, it is a fucking you know. And I'm gonna be up there, buddy. We're gonna be up in West. We're gonna be Westchester pals together. <laughs> you cocksucker. <laughs> Westchester. Unless I'm out there in Jersey with Ben Bailey. Oh yeah, is that where he lives? He lives out yeah, in Jersey. Oh, you thinking of Jersey, huh? Well, we, we, look, we gotta move somewhere. I'm not paying fucking uh, fifteen thousand dollars in taxes every year. It's not fucking happening. Right. If I'm going to move out there, I'm going to get a nice... I'm not going to... I'm going to do what you did, except with a home. You moved into a townhome, 
for a, your first home was a town. It was a home. condo, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I'm gonna get a like a, I'm gonna get a house, but I'm gonna get a, you know, two bedroom with a furnished basement or something like that, and yeah. make it a basement. And I'm gonna get a small house or with a little tiny piece of land. I don't need a fucking lot, and I'm gonna lower my bills and get a couple cars and some yeah. Hondas and do that bullshit and go to the grocery store and. I can't wait to have fucking food in the house all the time, motherfucker. Uh, we don't have food in my... We order out every day. Yeah. We are typical New Yorker rats. The, these fucking people out here... Okay, <laughs> let me tell you something. These fucking people out here are, are really in a, in, a, in, a, in a box. Yeah. They're in a fucking box, man. And it's like... And you can't get out. And you just get so wrapped up in the hustle and bustle. Yeah. And you just fucking look around your woods. Watch a kid run in the back. Yeah, you I mean, look, I love that, right. but I do love New York. Oh yeah, yeah. I love being here. I love, you know, I dude. New York City is my home. Oh, New York City is the fucking greatest. I, I'm still in awe when I look at buildings. I was walking around Wall Street and I was in shade, and I'm like, I'm in shade because the buildings are so. Fu These are my redwood trees, man. Yeah. Oh, this is crazy. I, I love nothing more than driving in and seeing yeah. that skyline. Yeah. You see that skyline and you're yeah. performing, and then you, you. I get the yeah. best of both worlds. It's a great city, but yeah. trust me, when you go yeah. and you up there and you're walking around a fucking AMP, I'm telling you, no, something <laughs> that simple, something yeah. that simple. You're walking around yeah. a fucking AMP and you're just looking at the fucking fruit, mm. and you're going, I can't fucking believe. Well, I'm gonna be doing it, brother. So we're, yeah, we're going to have another show Once I'm up there We're going to do another goddamn show <laughs> Yeah I'm going to come on the Verzi effect but, Yeah I'm going to come over to your goddamn house <laughs> And we're going to do your Verzi effect And I'm going to let you know if you fucking fuck me You fucking cocksucker I got a fucking tree fell well, on that, my that house was, That was funny though My hot water heater no, broke you fuck That was funny when you were in the club You were in the club the other night when I was performing And I did the joke about how I'm one of those guys Delusional about my I lie about my commute And I go you listen you know I'm like yeah. one of those uh, GP, And you afterwards I get off and you go you motherfucker! I told you it was an hour or something. Yeah, because you lied. You do. You are lying about your commute. Well, listen, listen. It's like fifty with no traffic. Listen to me, Verzi. You told lying. me it's one twenty. You and Chris, my listen, manager, said it's one twenty. I never said one twenty. I never. I'll do. I'm going to do it right now. No, it's it's before we end the show. I'm going to fucking do it right now. <laughs> All right. I'm going to fucking type in. I'm going to type in right now. Do it now. to Midtown. Do it to Midtown. I'm going to do it to right here. Oh, it's going to say like one twelve. Well, this That's is where real. I work. This real. is where I'm going. All right. This is my life. So this is where I'm fucking going. <laughs> What's your town? North what? It's uh, Salem. All right. Okay, here we go. Ready? We're going to fucking see if you are a lying fucking cocksucker. You ready? Don't it's, don't say nothing. Okay. I'm gonna, I have facts coming. Okay. I got facts coming. Okay. Well. To, no, it's facts. It's, it's you know. It's actual. There's some shades of gray, but. <laughs> <laughs> How's this shades of gray with fucking a calculation? No, of but miles? They, they don't take things in certain. It's an hour and twenty one minutes. It's it's it's, just, it's not. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I promise you, it's not. It says I'm not lying to you. The other one is an hour and twenty three. I got two options here. I got no. an hour and twenty one, and an hour and twenty three. Okay, with no traffic. Okay, fifty eight to one hundred four, one hundred five. Okay. 58 to 105. Okay. Okay, to my door. Now. This is okay. This is saying this is saying 6 this is saying 116. Right? 116. Yeah, but that's going you also got to understand that's going to speed limit. That's going 65. I do that. What are you talking about? 65 is very fast. 
I'm not doing fucking 85 through Turkey and Deerville where you live. No, no. You, there's, <laughs> you know, it's funny. My I had fucking three deer in my fucking driveway when I came home the other night. Right? Yeah, I do the under over on deer when I come when I go up there. Yeah, you got to fucking, know. yeah. It's, it's, I, I've honestly, I mean, I've done it in, I've done it under the net, but I, I get it. I get it. We, it's, a, all right, how, so, all right, cut that in half, hour and 10. I'll give you 10 minutes. Um, out of 10, out of, let's say 10 times, out of 10 times, <laughs> uh, three of them, yeah. out of 10 times, three of them I'll do under 60. Okay. I'll do like 58 minutes. Okay. Three times. Yeah. The other times, anywhere from like 102 to like 105. To where? From, from, See, I don't come. That's the thing, though. I don't come okay, downtown to where? a lot. To where? I would say like Lower East Side, like where the stand, like like the stand, um, really quick, under an hour always to 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 stand up New York. Upper West Side, okay. 78th and Broadway, off the thing. Okay. I usually could do that in under an hour. All right. So to here, probably be over it, but you know, I mean, all right. Yeah. Well, you know, what are you gonna do? Well, here's the deal. We're gonna find out. Because I'm, I'm, I, I, when I, you know, I have this internal compass. I believe people have in them that you can literally f- think about facing, like an area, like you know, yeah. Jersey or downtown or uptown Westchester, and you can feel that this feels good. I, oh, sure. I feel good thinking about living up in that area it, like I feel there's something in me that like feels happy yeah. and then when I think about like living over in Jersey it, I'm like ugh some, this dread there's, <laughs> you know what I mean certain parts well I mean you're talking there's certain, there's certain parts of Jersey that I feel like oh I could live there you know what I mean? Well, like, you're talking to somebody. I mean, I'm real biased. I mean, that's one big ongoing right. joke Burr always has with me because you know, he always shits on me about that. You know, I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of right. Jersey. I don't like. Jersey. I, lo- I like Jersey. You I know, think I there's know. some good places in Jersey. No, no, there are. I mean, I'm not gonna tra- a lot of people listen to the show are in Jersey. No, no, no. Listen, I just you know I always get into traffic. It smells like shit, and I hate the landscape. I'm be honest with you. Okay. I mean, listen. first of all, it smells like shit on 95 going by the factories, Jersey. <laughs> All right. I mean, it doesn't smell like shit in Montclair and right. Morristown right. and Upper Jersey. Hey, I got know. a ton of family in Jersey. My mother-in-law's in Jersey. I always get shit for it. But no, I mean, look, North Bergen, Bergen County is beautiful. Yeah. Like I want to. Um, well, we're going to find out because I'm definitely I'm looking up there. I'm going to live in. I'm going to be living up there for a couple months. I have this house that I'm renting. So I'm going to be living up there. When you going up months. there? Um, three weeks. Oh, wow. I got to get a moving company. Do you have a good one? Uh, you know, talk to my wife here. Yeah, I need a fucking real estate. I need a, 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 I need a real estate agent. I need a mortgage broker. Oh, I got, I got the real estate agent and uh, gotta, the, the mortgage guy. I don't, you know, we. I'm trying to think if we went to the same fucking guy, Wells Fargo, maybe. I need a mortgage broker. I need a fucking real estate agent up for Westchester, and I need a moving company. So, if you know any of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, my wife has, like, fucking organized shit, like, ranked. So, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah my wife's ridiculous. But I definitely have a, a moving guy for you. All right. Well, dude, thanks for coming into the show. Oh, uh, yeah, show. man. Always this a pleasure. Was, uh, I had a great time. This was a great episode. I really yeah. had fun. And, you know, you're one of my new favorite guys. Uh, I appreciate I'm, it, man. I'm glad that... Uh, and we'll do this again when I'm up there in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So, I'm going to let you know if I fucking... If I hate it, nah, don't just go with it. You'll love it. Well, I'm gonna let you know. I'm always yeah. gonna go. <laughs> Fucking Deerville. <laughs> uh, but uh, I will definitely let you know. Who knows? Maybe we'll be neighbors up there. Oh, it'll be better than Burr will, Burr will come to dad. With dad, I'm coming up, dad. I'll tell you though, man. Deers are better than fuck. Like I told you, deers are better than fucking dudes rapping on the corner. 
I'm telling you that. That's one way to say it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, seriously, man. When I lived down here, dudes were like rapping yeah. and beatboxing. Dude, and I was a- like, it was cool for like, it was cool for a little while. And then afterwards, I'm like, I don't need to fucking. You know? I had a fucking, and I seriously had a dude in front of my, this morning, uh, yesterday afternoon, we're taking a nap and there's a guy freestyle rapping. Not a black guy either, white kid. Freestyle rapping. In front of my apartment. Oh, yeah, no, it has nothing to do with race. They, they all fucking do it down here. Let's not get carried away. It had something to do with race, okay? Stop it. Stop just bullshit, okay? You're a fucking Sicilian that lives in Westchester. Go fuck yourself if you believe anybody believes that. But this morning, I'm literally Mexican music, that fucking ding dong bunga ding dong bunga oh, yeah. playing. There's a guy, a little a fucking kid. Second time I've told him, you know, I have to go out. My family's sleeping in front of this window. You're sitting in your car to wait for a parking spot. You need to turn your music down. He's like, okay, why the fuck would you do it twice? I've already come no. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to fight this fucking kid next time. Yeah, it's the worst. Because he won't shut his fucking music off, yeah. blaring through the fucking window. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, but like people want to hear that shit, too, you know? Well, I mean, me- Mexican people do. Yeah, but we're not in Mexico. <laughs> well, we kind of are. <laughs> yeah, fucking somewhat. Hell's Kitchen. Somewhat, All right. yeah. Verzi, uh, what do you got, buddy? Tell, tell the fans where they can see you, where they can check oh, you out. Oh, if anybody, if you got any fans that um, in uh, South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, I'm going to be headlining the Carolina Comedy Club on uh, October 22nd to the 26th, so you could check me out there. Yeah. Um, I will also uh, be opening up for Bill Burr um, November 7th at um, Constitution Hall, which I'm excited about because that's where Murphy did Delirious. Then yeah. um, I'm going to be doing on the November 8th, I'm going to be opening for him twice at the Beacon Theater and on the 9th um, at the uh, Tower Theater in Philadelphia. But uh, yeah, come down, check me out. You can follow me on Twitter at Paul Verzi. That's V-I-R-Z-I. And you can check out my new website, paulverzi.com, which has all upcoming dates uh, when I'm going to be local in this city, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You got it, buddy. Check out his podcast, The Verzi Effect. Yes, please. Make sure you check that out. You guys, thanks for po- supporting the show. I hope you guys like these one-on-ones um thursday editions uh i've been getting the great emails from you guys i really uh i really love the uh positive emails you guys have been sending i know that's uh, not cool and corny to like positive emails you know um but uh, unbelievable fucking great thank you so much if you want to send an email uh our way ykwd at riotcast.com if i haven't responded to your email that doesn't mean i didn't get it i probably got it but i you know i'm a little fucking nuts right now um, so I will be responding to emails, and if I if I hadn't, it maybe slipped through the crack. Please send. I read them all, but I'm you know send it again if you want a response. Please tell me you want a response. If you're just telling me how you feel about the show, I really appreciate it. Um, but I am a flake with that. I do admit it. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure you support all the other shows on Riotcast Network. We got Nick DiPaolo coming to the fucking Riotcast Network. Nick DiPaolo just joined the riot. So make sure you join the riot. We have our own Riotcast Network page on iTunes. Subscribe. Here's what you do. Subscribe to every show and leave a five-star review. I don't give a fuck if you don't like it. Just leave a five-star review. Keep us in the top 100, top 10, top 20. Even I would love to be in the top five, even though that's never happened. <laughs> but uh, you guys are great. Make sure you uh, support all the shows, su- support our sponsors, and spread the fucking word about the YKWD podcast. Take it easy. You know what?